What's up, Recovery Warriors, and welcome to the Rise Up Recovery Bootcamp Podcast. I am your host, Lona L.C. Curry, and this is episode four. Uh, I am, as always, so honored and grateful to be doing this project and to have you amazing soul warriors to share it with. This is so close to my heart. I thank you, thank you, thank you. In episode four, we are going to deal with a subject that I already know would be one that we would rather wait until later to deal with or just not deal with at all. It's a very hard subject. It's a very hard process. But remember, we are together in this thing. That you are not alone, that you are supported, and you are in a safe place. So in episode four, we are talking about forgiveness. In fact, the title is Forgiveness and Moving Past Our Pasts. Whoo, I know, I know, I know. This is one of those things we would rather just forget about and and just shove away somewhere and either deal with later or never at all. But I want to tell you that in order to experience true freedom in your life and to really come to realize and live your best life, this is a must. Now, a lot of you know many parts of my story that I come from a traumatic past, um, childhood trauma, many, many traumatic experiences. And I want to tell you, forgiveness was a huge thing for me. In fact, I held on to my bitterness, my anger, and my unforgiveness as if it were my lifeline, as if it were my flag, as if it were my identity. And I'll tell you, letting go of my past And especially learning how to forgive myself, I want to tell you, has opened the door to true freedom for me. So in episode four of this, the Rise Up Recovery Bootcamp podcast, we are going to tackle the subject of forgiveness. So get your pen and paper ready, sit back, relax, and let's enjoy Episode 4. So here we go. We're talking about forgiveness and learning how to move past our pasts. So forgiveness, the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. Pardon, absolve, exonerate, and a synonym, mercy. Oh, man, that word mercy. You know, many times we think of that from a religious standpoint, and we think of being given mercy by a great and loving God. But many times we never think about showing ourselves mercy. And it's very, very important that we learn how to do this. Forgiveness is the intentional and voluntary process by which a victim undergoes a change in feelings and attitude regarding an offense. 
lets go of negative emotions such as vengefulness with an increased ability to wish the offender well. Now, that last part seems as hard or harder than the just forgiving. And it seems a lot harder, especially when you're talking about self-forgiveness. Look, what I've learned in my lifetime about forgiveness is, number one, we can't grow and live truly free without it. When we've come from a past that has been filled with being wronged and then come from a place of active addiction where we spent time wronging others and wronging ourselves, because anytime you, you, you live against what your inner self is, knows is right for you, then you are hurting yourself. And you're causing yourself harm. And so many times we put so much importance on forgiving other people for things that have happened to us in our lives, but we fail to realize how important it is for us to forgive ourselves. And you know what I found? I found that it was much easier to actually forgive someone else for what they had done to me than it was for me to forgive myself. We go back to that 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 word mercy. It seems that it, it's easier for us to, to show mercy to another human being and so much less for ourselves. <clears throat> and we wonder, why? We, by all rights, should love ourselves and treat ourselves better than, you know, we should do that first, right? But so many of us have a a self-worth that is so low. In fact, when we hear that statement, you can't truly love another person until you first love yourself. Many of us think, well, that's ridiculous because I adore my spouse or I adore my friends, but I don't so much feel the same about myself. You know, I felt that way for a long, long time in my life. I would try to to try to keep out of my the forefront of my mind all of the things that I was doing to to get the drugs that I needed, to maintain the lifestyle that I had to maintain in order to be a successful addict. And there's so many times that it's hard for us to accept all of that wrong about ourselves. And it's so much easier to accept wrongdoing in someone else. It's more like, I think that it comes down to, we're able to apologize one person to another, but it's a whole lot different to try to apologize to yourself. We've talked about this before in different meetings and things that we've gone to and gone through where, you know, we we extend that mercy outwards and we fail to realize how important it is to, to extend it inwards. And we've also talked about how, how easy it is to, 
do something nice and good or to show mercy to to someone that you like, someone that you love. But it's so much harder to do that same thing for someone you don't like. Now, in episode four, I want us to talk about turning that inward to really look at ourselves in the mirror and come to truly understand that sometimes we treat ourselves like our worst enemy. And we will go around the world to keep from doing something good for ourselves. And you know what? Because addiction is such a selfish disease, many times we get into recovery and want to go the complete opposite where we want to just give, 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 and do, do, do everything for everyone else. And we think that we're not that important. In fact, I was at a place where I was just disgusted with myself. I had no idea who I was, no idea what kind of values I had or, or, or what I was living up to. And I thought that I would somehow find that part of me by doing for others or giving completely of myself to others. And I tell you, all that it left me was empty and broken. So since forgiveness is a process that doesn't happen overnight, it's okay if it takes us some time to come to a place in our hearts where we can actually achieve that last part, where we can actually achieve showing mercy and wishing us as the offender well. Forgiveness or forgiving isn't something that you do just once. It's done and it has to be done over and over every time the thought comes up regarding the incident. And this is for self as well. We have to forgive on purpose. We can't wait until we feel like it. We have to do it because it's best, because it's required to get to that freedom life that we are so longing for. Our feelings change within minutes. And sometimes when we want to treat When we want to reach true recovery and life change, we are going to have to learn how to think and live and feel on purpose. That simply means that forgiveness, especially of self, is not an option. That you are going to have to make a decision and just do it. You can't wait until all of a sudden you feel like, okay, I've arrived now. I'm ready to forgive. Absolutely not. The forgiveness begins the freedom. The forgiveness begins the healing. And I want to tell you, self-forgiveness is going to be one of the hardest, hardest things, hardest processes, not even a thing. It's a process that you are ever going to undertake. But let me tell you, it's going to change your life 
in ways that you could not even right now where you sit imagine. You know, the Bible says that we are to forgive others of their trespasses. And that if we do not, then our Heavenly Father will not forgive our trespasses. That's in Matthew 6, 14 and 15. You know, you don't have to believe in God for forgiveness to be an important part of recovery and life change. Forgiveness is so important because it allows you to throw off the burdens of negativity that become barriers to happiness. Because none of us can truly be happy and be holding grudges and be pissed off at the world, at ourselves, and everyone in it. Since our mindset and our thinking play a huge part in forgiveness, let's examine some of the things we think about and look at how our thoughts affect our moods, feelings, and actions. Now, if you've listened to episode one, you should already be three weeks into your thought journal. And if you're being completely honest in this thought journal, you should already be beginning to see a pattern of thoughts. Now, you've also supposed to have been, from episode two, writing down a new question, a life's question, okay? Because we get in life what we ask for. And... Life is a series of questions and answers. And so we all tend to ask questions from a victim mentality. So in, we're supposed to now be making that opposite. But I want to go to your thought journal for a moment. And I want you to go to it as well. Flip around to that thought journal and start to find a pattern of unforgiveness in your thought processes. And that's really going to be the assignment for episode four is to go through your, your thoughts and your journal and start to make a little notation by all of the places that you find unforgiveness. Because we want to work on that. And I'm going to do a bonus podcast episode because forgiveness is such a heavy subject. Forgiveness is such a big deal in the healing of your life that it cannot be wrapped up in one podcast. It just can't. So we're going to visit this. We're going to stay on this like a dog on a bone because it is so important that we get it. So remember, our belief systems go so far back into childhood. It is in the first stage of life that we form our belief systems. And that's why so many people use the excuse, well, I can't help it. I was raised this way or I can't help it. I was taught to think this way. Our past is important because in our past, we find our destiny, our purpose in life. The problem is, that so many of us, especially from active addiction, are still nursing wounds from our past that we have never let heal. Think of drugs, alcohol, addiction, overeating, self-mutilation, uh, all those things in general, 
like a Band-Aid covering a gaping, infected wound. The Band-Aid doesn't heal that wound. It only covers it for a little while. Have you ever cut yourself and someone tell you, you got to let it breathe so it can heal? This is the same of our past hurts and our heartaches. And this is where we find the healing. Forgiveness is the air that allows those wounds to believe, to heal and breathe. Let that sink in for a minute. Forgiveness is the air that allows our wounds to breathe. When we are stifling ourselves with unforgiveness, we are smothering the air from those wounds and they cannot fully heal. My breakthrough came when I decided that I would no longer give the people and things that hurt me in my past control of my life. There's more to this life than attending methadone or a suboxone clinic or a 12-step program or celebrate recovery or, or any of those things. If you are alive today, it means that your life is not over, that there is something that you are meant to do or someone on the earth that you are meant to help. So allow yourself to feel the pain of your past because the feelings won't kill you. Allow yourself to make an inventory of those places in your past that you are still holding massive amounts of unforgiveness and gauge it by the feeling. The feeling is the GPS system of what needs healing. Once you have grieved over each of those situations, release it and move on. Realizing that our minds and our brains release the same chemicals today every time we remember it as it did the moment that the incident or action occurred. So your brain and body do not know the difference between it happening 20 years ago or right now in your mind. It is releasing the same hormones and chemicals and it is ravaging your body. And it is placing a barrier to your growth so huge that you cannot get past it without releasing it. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be mad, anxious, happy, positive, excited, etc. Feelings let us know that we are alive, but we cannot base our lives around our feelings. We've got to learn to live, think, be, and forgive on purpose, especially ourselves. Do you know the greatest amends you can ever make in this lifetime 
is to not only apologize for your behavior, but change the behavior that brought on what needed to be apologized for. And in order to do that, you got to drop the guilt and the shame and know that those emotions, those incidents, those feelings are a beacon to show you where in your life, in your thoughts, in your heart, you need to work the quickest and the most. Understand that you suffer from a disease of addiction. So it's time that we take control of our lives to be brave enough to step out of our comfort zone and to find our purpose. Everyone has been blessed with gifts, talents, and something you're supposed to do here. And when you search your heart, you will find exactly all that you are supposed to do. There isn't one big, huge purpose we all have. There are many purposes that we serve here. But if you are wearing the veil of unforgiveness, you may never realize those purposes. And therefore, we will miss what it is that has been specially placed inside of you. So rise up, recovery boot campers. Your assignment for episode four is to inventory your thought journal, to make a notation by where you are finding unforgiveness. And if you are really digging into this process, you are going to have some thoughts about yourself as well. And you are going to experience some unforgiveness. So, I really want you to commit yourself to this project, to commit yourself to these assignments. They're not for me, mind you. We're not grading these assignments. There is no pass or fail. This is for your healing, your ultimate freedom. So, if you cheat, remember, you're only cheating yourself. I am Lona L.C. Curry. This is the Rise Up Recovery Boot Camp Podcast. And I want to thank you for spending this time with me. Look forward to the bonus episode that is coming up later in the week. I will let you know when it's going to be there. And join me, L.C., Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time at Lona Curry at Facebook.com for your morning motivation, information, and inspiration. As always, I'm so grateful for you and keep on rocking your recovery.